You're listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Making Business Profitable podcast with profitability experts Dave Kapkowitz and Mike Watkins. Coming at you from 5,675 feet in lovely Golden, Colorado. My name is Dave Kapkowitz and I'm here with Michael Watkins living our mission statement to impact lives through improving business performance. We accomplish this by coaching, speaking, and educating so you can live your best life. Good day, Dave. Good day, Mike. What's up, buddy? Same old, same old, man. What's, What's that mean? It's a same old, same old, uh, same old story. Same old story, same old story. You know, you know that's Ecclesiastes, you know. Um, Nothing's new under the sun type of deal, <laughs> except for donuts. Oh, you hit me where it hurts. Yeah, man. I think <laughs> all those people encouraging all those people encouraging us to work out with our trainer and encouraging me to eat well. Donuts, the hog nuts. It is uh, there's something. There's you something know, Dave, special. We, no, no, we're something special as it relates to donuts <laughs> because <laughs> we will eat dinner. And see a Krispy Kreme donut <laughs> open at <laughs> nine o'clock at night. Yeah, and uh, boy, the, the people that work Krispy Kremes at nine o'clock at night—I got to tell you—but it we 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 fight through it to get it's those donuts. Very similar to Walmart at two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's so rough. we're at uh, we're at the hotel, and it's uh, and we long day of speaking, and we had a lighter dinner. And we're getting ready to go to bed, and it's like, man, I'm hungry. And you know, I, I should I should clarify that Dave and I, when we travel, we often share a room, mm-hmm. but it keeps us above reproach, man. We're not keeps us out of trouble. Yeah, keeps, keeps us, us from doing anything stupid. It's a uh, it's a it's a good practice. It's yeah, good so practice. you did hear that right. We were getting ready for bed, but we have separate beds. We do have separate. We do unless it's cold. We, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> what the <laughs> so. Nope, we we operate independently in the in these rooms, but uh, but uh, but we don't ever get in any trouble, which is a beautiful thing. Um, so we are we're sitting here, and it's like, man, I'm hungry, and he's like, ah, I'm thinking I'm thinking donuts, and so we start thumbing through DoorDash. You know, if you do, you can DoorDash Krispy Kreme up to like midnight. Yes, the problem is <laughs> you, you better be hungry because they only deliver two dozen. So before you jump to conclusions, we looked at it at two dozen. And we thought long and hard. <laughs> we, did, <laughs> we did think long and hard, but we said no. Because the sugar coma may not wear off by the <laughs> so, time we had to be up in the morning. So Hernan and Paul and all you guys that give me a hard time for making sure, making sure I'm staying on the straight and narrow and getting more and more healthy, thank you for the pressure. It did keep me from buying two dozen Krispy Kreme donuts on the evening on on an evening last week, so thank you for the pressure. But uh, it would have been <laughs> it would have been fun. Woke waking up with. Uh, I definitely would have taken a picture <laughs> of that glaze all in your eyebrows. And yeah. yeah, I mean, I do get excited about donuts. I don't know about glazing the eyebrows, but how big a donut <laughs> are we going to get? <laughs> so, okay, so we're going to get right into it, man. This is this is a uh, half. This podcast is a little heavy. You ready? 
Yeah, yeah. What well, are we What are we talking about today? You said heavy. Are we going to do the prep? Prepare yourself. Yeah, we yeah. are. We've uh, we've had a couple of instances that uh, are, are prompting us to have this. We have th- th- this. Uh, this actually, episode. actually, in the last two years, we've had several. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because we're we're affiliated. We work with so many, and we know so many people in the industry. I think the name of this is preparation gives you peace. Yeah. The uh, the opening comment is all of us are going to exit our businesses, and those exits will be planned exits or unplanned exits. And surprisingly enough, more than fifty percent of the exits are unplanned. So unplanned, you mean you mean the five Ds, right? The five Ds. So the five Ds are death, disability, divorce, disagreement, and distress. I'd love for you to explain those. I don't think you need to explain death. We understand yeah. death. Death, disability is, uh, is you know, the, you, you're so disabled you can't perform your work, mm-hmm. you know. And then uh, divorce is pretty straightforward. Uh, disagreement is, uh, you know, you got two business owners and, and they don't see eye to eye and so they... They want to part ways. And so, you know, one or both of them, either they shut the company down or one buys the other out or whatever. But there's the disagreement precipitates an unplanned exit. Mm-hmm. And then distress is, uh, you know, I had a small, medium-sized um, uh, civil company uh, where we did road and bridge construction. And uh, my company was distressed because... Uh, I had a million dollar payroll jo- uh, uh, bill, and uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't meet it. Mm-hmm. So I had to shut the company down, and of course, I ultimately paid for it. But uh, so, you well, know, you're gonna, you have a payroll bill, you're gonna pay for it one way or another. Yeah. So you have it's typically financial distress, but you, you know, maybe you took on a job. Uh, it happened to me. I took on a, I took on a seven hundred thousand dollar job, and actually, it was over a million dollars. 700,000 was my material. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. uh and I was 3 quarters way through that job and the company I was doing the job for filed bankruptcy. And it took uh, you down with it. And it 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 was such a hit in the gut that uh we ate it was 800 and some thousand dollars in just cost. Yeah. And yeah. it hurts so bad. So distress. I mean, when you're in business off and on for 30 35 years, you have one of them kick you square in the nuts. Sure. I mean, sure. it, it just happens. Yeah. So so these these unplanned things, um, it's it's hard to see. It's hard to be beside clients and watch them go through things like this, or talking to wives who've lost their husbands, or or business owners that lost their right hand person. You know, uh, mothers, mothers sure, are lost, sure. sisters are lost. So we see we see this, and what happens is is if these people aren't prepared, you know, you kind of kind of leave it to. The the you got you got bickering. You got the state involved. You got people wanting to claw at stuff to figure it out. You got everybody guessing what you wanted. That's really the problem. The state and the state steps in and says, "Yep, this is what we want." Yep. And yep. they and and then you have to okay, you're taking the state to task, and and it's uh, it's something it's something special. Yeah, that's expensive. I mean, you have to get legal representation to take on the state. So there are some things that you can do, you know. There's, there are, there are, there's, there's operating agreements, right? So if you have a partnership, you have to, you need an operating agreement that is clear and you have a buy sell agreement inside that operating agreement that that says, okay, uh, if I were to pass, 
we have a life insurance policy on me that uh, basically buys my stock from my wife. So my wife gets cash and you walk away, Mike, with the stock in our company and everything is golden. We have an agreement that yeah, states that. It's bilateral, both yep. in both directions, yep. because if Dave passes, love his wife, but probably don't want her as a business partner. Dave loves my wife, probably doesn't want her as a business partner. Um, and so y the, all that's, you don't have to deal with all that. You have a buy-sell agreement, and you fund it with a insurance policy, and, and it handles uh, the, the issue of death disability. Right. Um, gets a bit, you, know, you can have insurance for that, too. But and uh, and we, have, we have business owners that don't have these agreements in place, and we have business owners we work with that we encourage to have wills. On the personal side, on yeah. On the personal side, because you have stock, you have assets, and if you don't, that all goes into probate. I mean, the state says, okay, I'm taking all these assets. If it's north of like twenty-five or 50000 or 100000 depending on what state you're in, right? And they assume it, and then you're going to court, and you're figuring it out. Now, just give you an idea, if you have life insurance, but you don't have a will, your family may not get that life insurance money for a year after your incident. Yeah, that's, and, and that, you're, that and hurts. You're, and you're fighting for it. And... If there is a house or a business, in this case, it, there, and there's no will or operating agreement, you're literally fighting for the business, and you can't get to the bank account. You could literally lose the business over it. Sure, sure, absolutely. So it's one of those things that um, I want you to also consider. This can happen to your right-hand person. This can happen to your production manager. This can happen to your quality manager. This can happen to your accounting manager. So anybody really key in your organization, you need to have succession set up for that too, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not going to be probably legal documentation. That's right. But, uh, but you should have the next man up trained or being trained and developed to step into that role for all the critical positions in your company. Um, we were with a firm last week. The critical position was uh, really the office manager because this person – it was doing quoting and estimating and procurement and financials and I mean the whole thing the whole thing and so you don't typically think of office manager as critical but you need to determine that for yourself for your own business right and so we bring this up because these times when this happens it's painful it's painful for everybody involved what makes it really painful it's kind of the knife twisting is when that happens and you're mourning the loss of a friend or a coworker or a loved one, and now you have to fight in court. Yes, you shouldn't have to do that. Sure, not when not when you know a few hundred dollars or a couple thousand bucks you can get this stuff done. I mean, really, it's uh, it's something that you need to make time for something so you can just go forward and not worry about it anymore. So these these things we bring up because we don't want anybody to go through a lot of pain and then have to deal with this at the same time. So. It's uh, it's very wise to get this stuff set up in advance to save yourself trouble in the in the future. Yeah, so that uh, there is the there is the personal pain associated with loss, either loss of life or loss of ability or something like that. So I mean, we can't do anything about that, but you can make unplanned exits feel a little bit more like planned exits by putting things in place. Mm -hmm. You know, having a succession plan for your key employees, uh, having those operating agreements and and having uh, buy-sell agreements in place. Uh, because when you have a planned exit, 
you know, you're either selling the company mm-hmm. or you're having an orderly transition mm-hmm. in terms of succession. Um, so the unplanned can look more like the planned if you do some planning and put some things in place. And uh, so we we just we hope that you hear us. This is a heavy this is a heavy topic, but it's it, it was on our heart because we 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 have some recent instances and we've seen the the carnage associated with it. It's it's hard. It's hard on the families, and we hate to see it happen. But we also see on the bright side, we see planned exits where people are looking at selling their business in three, five, seven years, and they have a solid plan, and they have they have all the other op agreements, wills in place, and all that good stuff, but they know what they're going to do, and they're going to sell the business, and they're building it to sell. And they wind up going to market and getting a great rate because they have all these things in place. That preparedness and having all your ducks in a row also, tip, if you have that, if you have those ducks in a row, you typically have your finances in a row. Sure, if sure. If you have your finances in a row, you typically have your operations in, in a row. If you have your operations in a row, it means you have a management plan in a row, right? So you have all these things, and clearly the operations aren't running unless you have sales and marketing in a row. Yep, yep. So it, when you have all this stuff together, then it's just executing the plan instead of guessing every day. So we see fantastic sales, and we see secession, which we do. We travel around the country and help families uh, write succession plans or, or help owners write succession plans for to leaving it to key employees even. Yep, yep. Um, and we see some really cool stuff out there um, and executing those plans. That's, uh, that's the fun side of this, right? Yeah. I mean, ideally, ideally that's a, we turn these unplanned into planned. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to always be ready, I guess, is the, is the message. I mean, you, you have to always be ready. The next day isn't promised to you, but um, you know, just make the best, make That's the best right. out of it. It's, uh, this is one of those things that it's not the most fun thing to talk about as far as on a podcast, but when it comes to business, it's something that it's a box you have to check off and, and make sure you're prepared, prepare for you, prepare for your family, prepare for your coworkers and prepare for all the community members that you really work hard for, prepare for your customers you know, and all the end users of all the fantastic things you make with all the talent you have in your building, you're not just doing it for you, you're doing it for everybody, and especially the ones that are closest to you. So take it seriously, check this box off, and make it to where everybody continues to be successful and you leave a legacy. Right on, dude. Right on, Mike. If you'd enjoyed this podcast and you're in manufacturing and you want to learn more about what we do, go to our contact tab at ebitagrowthsystems.com, E-B-I-T-D-A, growthsystems.com, and I'll be reaching out to you personally to see what we can do for you. You've been listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Podcast, Making Business Profitable. 